are now listening to Keeping the Balance, KTB Podcast. Join us as we examine life as men, confronting tough issues, raw and unfiltered. Keeping it real while keeping the balance. This is the KTB Podcast. All right, welcome to the KTB Podcast. I'm your host, Ernie. Um, and we are back from a long hiatus. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, uh, too so, long. Yeah, yeah, it's been too long. Apologies. I know that our, our fan base is, isn't that wide, but regardless, apologies. Yeah, we upset somebody. We- <laughs> I don't know who it was, but somebody's mad. Somebody out there in, uh, I don't know, Europe or uh, somebody Lithuania. I don't know, someone. <laughs> so some, someone's upset, you know, and so we apologize for that. But we are back. Uh, a lot of things happened since, you know, uh, since we've been gone. We are set up in the man cave officially. Officially. Instagram pictures are up. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, Instagram pictures from this episode will be dropping today. Today. Right? Yeah. And so... Man, this is uh, we we've been it's it's crazy because we have so much content, but li- you know, limited time to put it right, out, right, right, and wanting to put it out the right way and stuff like that. And so we're just going through our hit list. And so today we have my man Ben Van Dyke, also known as the White Rhino, Big Ben yes. in the house. <laughs> Say what's up, Ben. Um, yes, uh, hello everyone. Uh, <laughs> my first time, but um. Yeah, thank you, Ernie. Thank you, Raymond, for the invite. It's, oh, absolutely. Uh, it's a privilege, yeah, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, so it's me, Ben Van Dyke, the white rhino. <laughs> white all, rhino. All the way from South Africa. Hey, can, you, um, can you roll the R for us? Roll the R? South Africa. Africa. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, man. <laughs> <laughs> so so we got Ben here and we got my um my man Raymond of course the co-host the right-hand man the uh the uh the ready to research red yes sir right and um we are covering a very touchy topic that is has been going on since last year well yeah for yeah since last year or even beyond yeah, it's that, been man. going on for a while right and and so we have a hispanic here we have a brother and we got a uh our bar brother ben the white rhino which ben ben is white but he was born in south africa yeah yes. and so um we are going to cover the topic of racism yeah and culture war man which is, uh, which is, you know what, and what very we're relevant. Doing, it is relevant, and at the same time, we're going to keep it real, right? But mm-hmm. but we're also going to keep it balanced, right? Because mm-hmm. people can easily be uh, just hold hold on to one way of thinking oh, yeah. when it comes to this topic, and I think that 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 that's part of the problem, right? Is that no one's willing to open up and broaden yeah. their 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 listening ears, you know? Yeah. They're, they can't be swayed anymore. Right. To be civil you right. know, and actually have a conversation and stuff like that. So this is what we're going to try to tackle today. But first, I want to introduce my man, Ben. Ben, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, bro? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so I'm from South Africa, like I said. Um, we moved to South America first uh, when I was 12. Um, and then we, um, I was with my parents, uh, siblings. Then we moved to America and um, when I was uh, 15. Uh, so finished high school there, got here by joining the Navy and here in Norfolk, Virginia. And I've just, uh, and I've just stayed here, uh, mainly cause of God. Um, cause he saved me here in the church that I've been going to for about 10 years now. Um, 
Then uh, I met my wife through the Navy, through church. So, uh, so we and your married. wife, she's she's black. Yes, she is black. Um, she's from. She was born in Wisconsin, um, uh, Milwaukee, but she also grew up in Texas. She she went back and forth. So she likes to claim Texas. <laughs> well, she got she got a little bit of that that uh, Texas swag to her. Man. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she does. She sure does. She so, got a little country twang. Charity's yeah. funny. <laughs> Charity's definitely Charity. funny. Yeah, yeah she cool. Man. She's one of the funniest people on a drama team. Yeah, <laughs> yes, bar none. Ben's <laughs> uh, pro- like, I get my own drama at home. I know. <laughs> Yeah, definitely uh, one of the reasons why why I liked her. Um, so, but now we got two kids. Um, so, yeah. uh, how old? Uh, my son, he's about to be five in a couple months, and uh, my daughter, she's one and a half. So, uh, so we got our little two two uh, two good to goes. Yeah, and, two um, good to goes. Yeah. You got you got the pair, bro. You yeah, the and the two and two and done. Two and done. That's right. Hey. That's, right. Okay. That's right. Yeah, we initially right BK before kids. Yeah. <laughs> he was talking about yeah, I want two boys. She was like, I want two girls. Like, well, shoot, we gonna have to have four then. <laughs> yeah, we had the first one, and mostly <laughs> the wife, right? Because yeah. she has to be the mom, and she was like. I'm good with two. I was like, okay, I think, you know, for us, that, that'll work. That'll yeah, work. That'll right. Work. No, that's, so. that's what's up, man. So, I mean, you got a, you got a beautiful family, man, and I've known you for going on 10 years now. Yeah. You know, that we've Quite a each while. other. And, yeah. man, red, too, you know. And so, mm-hmm. so, so, yeah, that's, so that's one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on and also with Raymond to get his take on, 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 on what this is and what the problem is and maybe how we could kind of, within our own world, bring a solution to this problem. Yeah. Right. And just bring it to surface. I mean, everybody's talking about it. So why not yeah. make it race up? is a huge topic nowadays. It is, man. Whether it be uh, police brutality or, yeah. um, you know, unfair, unfair, you know, wage gaps or, you know, equal rights, you know, whatever. It's it's just it's been an issue for a long time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, racism, you know, sad to say, it's like one of those things that I don't see going away anytime soon. You know? Yeah. It's it's a demonic strategy, and you know as long as the devil's on this earth and has his hands and stuff, racism is gonna exist. But I think the key is to figure out how we can deal with it, right? Mm-hmm. How we can you know <clears throat> get ahead of it, right? 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Um. And not just you know here, obviously it's it's global. Um. Just before I came, I I just knowing that the, what the topic was gonna be. Um. Uh. I was actually kind of. Uh, uncertain about wh- if you guys would ever invite me or when or whatever, what would the topic be? But when you guys said this, I was like, wow, I can totally relate a lot yeah. with that and the experience and stuff. But, um, but regardless, I still looked up a little, a uh, few, um, news videos from South Africa, what's going on there mm-hmm. currently. And, yeah. And it is, it is bizarre. It's, uh, like, it's like here there's protests, but it's a bit more even violent where like they really have to hold, uh, get the police to even like do certain like tear gas bombs to hold people oh, wow. back. Um, just like little things. And it's, but it's the same thing that happens here. The same misconstruction, same misconception of, Oh, we were left out because we're black. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. like because of COVID, like the one in particular that I was watching was, um, it was a high school and they didn't do a, they typically do a, um, like a, victory dance or something from graduation. Right. And so, but because of COVID, there was like, you know what? It's not necessary. We're just going to leave it out. 
So there was a private people. There's like some people that just privately did their own. Mm-hmm. And so, kind of like gathering, you right. know, private gathering. Yeah, and they, they were allowed to do it at the school. they just like, hey, we just have these many people. Can we do it? Can we use the school grounds? They, they allowed it for that private party. Right. Yeah. But I guess, I'm assuming mostly, most of them were white. It was just, you know, and they just, you know, birds of a feather flock together. Certain white people do just, but because there were so many whites and not that many blacks, they claimed, oh, you know, we weren't included in the party. We weren't, we weren't told about it. We weren't notified. Mm. So they just did this big protest against the school um, oh, because wow. they've been the they've been the most delayed in in, in integrating. Well, yeah. And I so, I, I just pulled up because um, I know South Africa had the issue with the apartheid, right? Right, right. And um, so I'll read this excerpt real quick. <clears throat> apartheid was a political and social system in South Africa mm-hmm. during the era of white minority rule. And enforce racial discrimination against non-whites, mainly focused on skin color and facial features. This existed in the 20th century from 1948 until the early 1990s. Yeah. That's not that long ago. Yeah. No. Uh, until the early 1990s. And you were, you were born in South Africa. Yeah, yeah. What year were you born, Ben? 91. 91. Yeah. Wow. The year after. Well, no, actually, it just says early 1990s, so I'm not sure exactly when. So then, 1994. 94. Well, that's when it was implemented, like, we're going to be blended. Right. right? Because that's when uh, Nelson Mandela became president. Uh, He was the one that said, hey, no, we're going to be together. There's no more, like, white bathrooms, black bathrooms. Wow. White jobs, black jobs. No, everything. If you can qualify, you know, he brought he brought us together, and so um, that's when it started to just become better, um, or, or at least legal. Like you cannot discriminate against a black person or against a white person, for that matter. Wow. Um, and now over time, it's kind of like begun to reverse. Really, where the blacks that have not gotten over what happened years ago, they want to take over back over their land, quote unquote, um, right? Because us whites, we got there years ago, a couple of centuries ago, to take over their land. Right, you know, South Africa. Yeah. So, and slowly we took over their land and, you know, we became, quote unquote, supremacists, which we were because we didn't know any better, just right. like other countries. And so, but now they're still holding against it. There are there are good black people just like there that, that are not for the protesting, right. the the prejudice they 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 uh, approved and held on to what Nelson Mandela was about, right? And right. Because uh, my sister, she still lives there with her husband, and she tells me she has a couple of black friends, and they they say, "Man, it is it is it is really really bad right now." Yeah, I think a lot of people would agree there's a right and a wrong way to do things, you know? Right. Because even even you know Martin Luther King preached, you know, nonviolent, nonviolent. Yeah. But then, you know, you have the Black Panther groups and, you know, Malcolm X that, you know, yeah. by any means necessary. So, you know, there's there's always been those two, you know, two groups. You have the extremists and you have the ones that would rather go about it a different way. Yeah. And we see that today, you know, on mm-hmm. both sides. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you were, um, can you tell us about what it was like growing up there? Because you were born in South Africa, you yeah. know, both your parents were white. Yes. Uh-huh. And so what what was it like um, growing up in South Africa for you? 
Uh, so as far as with this topic specifically, um, I mean, it was really fine. We, um, I was provided for. I had a good family that took care of me. Um, my best friends were, uh, I had a white friend and I had a black friend. Um, and we were, sometimes we called each other the three amigos. <laughs> so, <laughs> even though none of us were Hispanic, cause it's funny, but, um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so we, uh, yeah, but I mean, we, we were fine. I never saw him in any kind of way. Um, you know, uh, he, so the, my black friend, his name was George. His mom was the, I guess, professional, um, uh, caretaker or whatever of my white friend's uh, mom where she was a lawyer so at their office so the black friend's mom she took care like cleaning and maintenance and stuff like that in the building so she lived by the building so it's kind of like your typical scene but i never as a kid even looked at it like you know like oh she's like, there's something wrong with this picture. she's less than mm-hmm. right like i was like oh that's that's what it's she, just the way it is right that's where she lives and that's what she does and okay cool you know right. no problem with me I, I don't i don't see him as less than or her as less than Obviously, one makes more money and one is, but they were both happy families. Mm-hmm. And right. so, um, and so, but what I did notice as a kid, I didn't know what it was back then or why, but there's a certain uh, term in South Africa that's the same word as the N word here. Mm. And it, it's it's called kafir. Uh, oh, you, wow. If you were to pronounce it uh, in English, uh, you pronounce it a little difference in Afrikaans, but. Uh, and that was used for a black male in that mm. kind of way. You know what I'm saying? And um, who would be saying these words? White people? Yeah. Mm. And, uh, I'm, you know, I wouldn't put it past some black people that would use it with each other as well, just like they do it here. Right, like an Uncle but, Tom or something? Uh, or like like the way they use the N-word now? Yeah, yeah. Same oh, thing, okay. Yeah. So, um, and then for a, a black female that would use, they would say maid. They would, they would, Ended more with a T, mate, mate. Mm. So it sounded like Australian mate, or yeah. whatever. But, right. but that's how they would say it. And and you would hear it in, but you would hear that there's like a like a derogatory a way, negative, mm. like a negative, you know. And I always grew it. up, and you know, wondering, wait, why why are we calling them that? You know, like mm. like they're just another man. So you, you know? knew something was wrong early on. Yeah, I didn't know what. You right. know, I didn't know about derogatory terms slurs and you know racist stuff i just like wait why are we calling them that like you know this was even after uh we left south africa when it was still kind of used and i was like wait why are we calling that so so who so so who wouldn't you hear calling or using these derogatory terms friends that you had or um certain friends uh usually those the friends that i would have they would be, uh, I wouldn't really be close to them too much. Um, or, but mostly adults would, yeah. would use them. Um, not all adults, but, right. um, the older generation. Right. Yeah. So I'm just, the, I, I guess the reason why I'm asking is because just kind of wrap my mind around getting a, a picture in my mind of, of, of what the scene is. Right. And so, mm-hmm. um, a lot of old school thinking. Right. Yeah. And, and so because of that and how it's passed down to the generations and to the kids. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Yeah. And, and so that's what it sounds like is the case here. Right. Right. And so, man, that's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Man. So the definition of racism, I just want to read it real quick. Prejudice, discrimination or antagonism 
directed against a person or people on the basis of their membership in a particular racial or ethnic group, typically one that is a minority or marginalized. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what racism is, but we don't only hear nowadays about race. No. Nowadays we hear about a culture war mm-hmm. and yeah. we hear about systemic racism. Yeah. Right. Raymond, do you know can you can you tell us a little bit about systemic racism? I think that you're more well versed with this than I am. Well, <clears throat> systemic racism essentially is uh racism that is ingrained into our society that is strategically set up to keep a particular race behind or suppressed, right? Or oppressed. Um you know, uh to a lot of people Systemic racism is a theory, right? Because a lot of it can't be proven nowadays. Um, a lot, I, I would, I would say that at one point, it it was a huge problem, right? And that's why they came out with um, what is the the uh, where you have to hire some um, affirmative action, mm-hmm. right? Where, where there's equality, where there's no color right. There was clearly there was clearly like a gap of 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 businesses that weren't hiring African Americans because of the color of their skin because they were deemed undesirable or they just didn't want to be a part of that. It was so close to, you know, um <clears throat> you know, the uh that 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 time period with the the what's the word I'm looking for? Uh not the not the culture war, but the uh when they the equal rights, civil rights, mm-hmm. civil rights, when they were fighting for civil rights during that time and that and that was the reason why is because yeah black people were being treated unfairly black people weren't getting jobs you know and it was a huge problem but nowadays you know in the progressive society that we live in mm-hmm. where you know you know it doesn't matter who you are where you come from you know i would say the majority it's it's not a problem anymore it's definitely not something that i have faced you know in you know in my life i'm 34 years old I joined the military at 19. I graduated high school just like, like, you know, everyone else in my class, you know, black, white, whatever. Um, and that was by my own doing. Joined the military. I never felt like it was harder for me to get into the military because I was black, you know. Uh, and it's just, I just don't, I don't see, you know, the um, the merit in, you know, blaming. The system? The system, like, I don't, I don't see like it as a problem. Like the system is rigged against us, right? Type sort of, right? Like way he, of the, the man, you know, the man is trying to hold you down. I've, I've heard people, you know, right. subscribe to that and yeah. and hold hold to it. I think I a victim mentality, is what yeah, it is. like a victim mentality. Right. Yeah. I I remember being with my boy at at a Walmart, and we we saw this one individual. We're out there, and um, like like we sometimes do, we invite folks out to church. If I got a flyer on me, inviting somebody out. So I so I go to invite this one gentleman. He's sitting in his car, and I was like, "I'm walking by his car. Hey, man, let me. You know, my my heart went out to him. It just sudden, you know. Hey, all right, cool. I I've I've kind of made it my business to try to to try to talk to somebody whenever I feel that pull, right? Yeah. And I feel because if I ignore it, then I'm like, man, what if I could have said something to the individual, you know, that might have I don't know." Maybe my God might have intervened in that in that moment for some reason. Yeah, right. God does things for different reasons, you know. And sometimes somebody does need to hear something good, something positive, right? right and right. so, 
I'm not saying that that's that that's my that's my calling to just walk around the random people and, and try to give them a word. No, <laughs> right, right, right. I don't do that because I ain't crazy. You know what I mean? It's, but I I don't I don't do that. You know. But in that moment, I go in and knock on his window. Hey, I just want to invite you out to church, man. And he's like, I don't want any of you um, blonde hair, blue eyed Jesus. Oh yeah. And I was like, excuse me. And so he's like, you heard what I said, man. I ain't got time to talk to you. And I was like, well, listen, oh, man. man I, first of all, you got you got the wrong one, man. Like I'm out here, I'm 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 thinking that I'm I'm trying to do something good, and invite you out to church, for you to react like that, right? You know, it's like it's a little bit disappointing, man. You know, I'm I'm not trying to. It <laughs> it'd be a different thing if I knocked on your window and I was like, "Yo, you want to buy a dime?" Right? You know, and it's like. <laughs> Then what would your reaction be? I'm not trying to trying to sell you drugs. I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just trying to invite you out to church. That's it. Right. I'm with my boy Angelo. For you to react like that. And so I'm like, well, if you want to have a talk about it, you know, because in my Bible, you know, it really doesn't matter what color Jesus was. What matters is what he did on the cross. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. And And so the sacrifice that was made for and he was innocent, you know, that that's the story that I want to focus on. Why are you so focused on what color eyes and what and what color hair he got? Right, right, right. So it, it got me upset, and I and I was like, "Hold on, man. Well, why don't well, why don't you step out the car and we could talk about?" It. He was like, "I ain't got time for this." And then I was like, "Man, you got you got you got something going on that yeah. you that you've given into <clears throat> that is now you you're reacting in a negative way, and I'm not even coming at you negative. You don't even know me from a hole in the wall, bro. Right, right. You don't know what what kind of life I lived and what I've been through. Yeah." Right. You know, and for you, for you to say something like that is real ignorant. And I said it to him like that. He was a black dude. He was an older dude, you know. And so he and so he rolled down his window. He's about to pull out. And then he he, he pulled back in and he and and, and he go. He's, he's upset. Like, <laughs> like, like I could hear it and I could see it in him that he's upset. And I'm just trying to keep cool because I'm like, man, I can't give into this because this, this could go really, really right, bad. Right, right, right. Real quick. Real, real and, quick, yeah. And I really don't want to hurt nobody. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't want to, like, I'm trying to get past that. You know, I'm not, you know, that my, my inner nature, the, 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 the inner Ernie, the from, inner Ernie. From, 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 from Queens, New of York. Course. The old man starts rising up. Wanted to rise yeah. up and pull him out that car real quick, man. <laughs> you know, right through the window. And so, but I was like, no, 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 man. Maybe guys trying to trying trying to do something here for him to yeah, react yeah. like this. So he pulled back in and 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 he's like, you got a better chance of getting a job if you go to apply somewhere mm-hmm. than I would be, because you're Spanish and I'm black. You don't you don't know what our people have been through. And so I'm looking at him and I'm like, bro, I'm I'm a Salvadorian, man. Right. I was born in Queens, but most of Salvadorians are doing just like any Central American and are trying to hop over that wall right. going through a a rigorous journey. Just to make it. Just, just to, to make, make it, it to the United States. And if you're a female, forget about it. Uh, you're getting raped. Yeah. Just to make it across and then step foot on the United States for the American dream. So I'm like, I don't, so I, so I looked at him and I'm like, listen, man, you don't even know me for you to say something like that. You don't know what I've lived through. You don't know where I come you, from, where I come from, how I, you know, there's something that I haven't, what, what you've yet. overcome what personally, come personally, to not even here. just as El Salvadorian, just as a right. person, but just as a person and just a kid living in Queens, New York, living in the projects, right. man, you know, yeah. there's, there's a lot of things. And, and so, but he didn't give me the opportunity to be able to. 
Dig it, right. So once I saw him say that, and I was like, why don't you step out the car? Look, let's have a conversation. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously, I, I'm serious. I just want to talk to you because I don't understand where this animosity and this hate is coming from. Right. You don't even know me and you're yeah. reacting like this. Right. All right. because I'm giving you a fly at a church. Yeah. And so he ended up driving out and peeling out and I walked away and I was like, there's something wrong with this, with this world that we're living in right now for people to automatically be triggered to hate. Yeah. That's their yeah. immediate reaction. Right. Like, you know, and it's like, there's something wrong. That's not right. Yeah. I got, um, I got, uh, the definition, some things that, you know, uh, system, systematic racism entails. One is the wealth gap, right? Uh, employment, housing, discrimination, government surveillance, incarceration, drug arrest, immigration arrest, infant mortality. Now I'll be honest. Some of these things, like I said, were valid at some point and maybe in certain places still go on. Right. Like, like let's say drug arrest for, for an instance. Right. Um, I watched a documentary, uh, recently on the, uh, crack epidemic, right. When crack hit New York, New York was, uh, like it wasn't, the cops weren't making arrests for it. They were turning a blind eye to people selling crack on the streets. Right. Just, Kids, every everybody, yeah, making money, um, and that ended. And when it did, they came down hard on them. And it was like overnight. It was like the cops went from turning a blind eye to bringing down the hammer, one hundred. And so, drug arrests, I, I would say for sure, because you know the whole crack thing came from cocaine. Right, cocaine was huge, but it was considered a rich drug. Mm-hmm. Right. And they were doing it in Hollywood and, you know, you know, rich, wealthy, white areas. They that cocaine was a thing, but the black community could not afford that. So they like, what can we do so that we can afford this? OK, well, let's cut it with something. And that's where crack came from. Mm-hmm. Right. And so now it's like, you know, and there's a bunch of theories how, you know, crack was implanted into the hood and. And and how it destroyed it did it did destroy oh, a huge part of the black community. Like my grandmother, she uh, she died uh, a crackhead. You know what I mean. And um, there's other family members who I you know I know personally who have you know done crack or you know and you know should we have people in our church right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That and and it, it was huge. It was a huge problem. Yeah. And um and so that's definitely valid uh, incarceration. You know. There's no, there's no, um, there's nothing, you know, you, you can't hide the fact that the, the prisons are primarily filled with blacks. It, it happens, right? Because, you know, you, all the stuff that goes on in these neighborhoods and people see no way out, right? And they turn to what they know. Yeah, of course. So, so perfect example, right? You mentioned that and, 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 and I saw it evident in where I was raised in the projects. I mean, there were, right. there, there were, there were certain parks where we wouldn't be able to go and play in mm-hmm. or certain playgrounds that we wouldn't be able to play in the yep. grass area out of fear of, 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 um, playing and falling on, on a used crack needle. Right. Right. Yeah. And we, we weren't allowed to go up to the rooftops because that's where a lot of crackheads would, 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 uh, you know, uh, use, use drugs and you would see used syringes everywhere. When I was growing up, in the in the projects, that's 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 what you would see. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but you would see the individuals walking around. 
And you're right. You even see nowadays, if I were to go back to the same projects, I would see people that that were adults when I was grown when uh, when I was a kid that are still sitting on the same park benches because they're used to doing what they 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 go to what is to what is uh no. familiar to right them, right and so no yeah I I definitely see that and I definitely see an effect to it um but does 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 that mean just because you're in, you're raised in a place like that does right. that mean that 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 is your destiny absolutely not. Right, and that's where I'm like, well, hold on. If systemic racism is real, then I would, then I would have grown up and right. still live in the projects. Right. I would have still been rolling with the people that I was rolling with, mm-hmm. and I would still be bound by the drugs that I gave into when I was a teenager. And that's why it's so personal. That's why it's so personal because it's up to the individual to remove themselves from that situation. Right. right. Yeah. Because you have options. Yeah. You're not a, you don't have to be a victim, even though you were born into uh, uh, unfortunate circumstances. Right. You can always get out of that. Yeah. Right. And you, but you have to have that, you have to have that mindset to where that mindset and that drive, that drive. So like, I'm, I'm not going to stay here. Right. Even, even a lot of these rappers, right. Who, uh, who, who came up selling, selling drugs and, you know, doing this and doing that when they made that money, they left the hood. Absolutely. They got out. That's they didn't one of the stay. First things that they did, and you see the ones that did stay. What happens to them? They they go right back. They into they go. It they, they either get away. killed, mm-hmm. or they or they they go back into jail, or you know you know it, it doesn't it doesn't turn out good. Right. So it's all about that personal drive to want to escape that situation and get out of that. And don't be a victim. Yeah. yeah. I just refuse to be a victim in so many different areas, and I think that's overall, you know, what the what the goal should be is not to be a victim. Absolutely. Yeah. Ben, so 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 let me ask you this. So when you got married with Charity, mm-hmm. did, did did you face any kind of friction there because Charity's black and you're white, you you know, you guys saw a lot of racism there in South Africa, mm-hmm. right? So can you tell us a little bit about that? Um yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, so they were um I had uh let my my family know, you know, hey, I met this nice girl in church and so we were just uh, uh, dating, and so, but they were kind of surprised, in which I figured they would be surprised because it's not, you know, the norm in our family, but I figured they would understand, especially where we're coming from, um, but there were still um, internal, uh, I guess, stereotypes and prejudices and stuff right. like that, mm-hmm. which, you know, later on, it seemed like it wasn't as big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But they still made it known. Okay, hold on, Ben. One second. We're gonna take a quick pause for our uh, sponsored break. Okay, and okay. we'll be right back. Sounds good. Okay. Hey, yeah, you. Do you want to start a podcast but don't know where to start? Try Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast ever. So even if you have zero podcasting experience, Anchor makes the process simple so you can focus on your content. It is an audio host website that makes recording, editing, and storing your audio easy. Anchor will even help distribute your podcast to other sites such as Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, and other major audio platforms. With a clean user interface and design, Anchor gives you the tools you need to get your voice heard around the world. Give Anchor a try. Tell them the KTB podcast sent you. 
And we're back. My man, Ben, so you were telling us about, you know, how, what you experienced with, with, with your family when you broke the news that you wanted to get married with charity. Um, yeah, so the, there was, from based off of their experience and what they grew up with as far as certain blacks and, and certain, certain things is, and uh, certain uh, misconstrued or, or I guess assumptions, st- a stereotype that they made within themselves mm-hmm. as far as with... And now they see me with the uh, with my wife, who's black, and so just certain things that they pointed out that were just like that just left me kind of stunned. Like, wait, um, and especially now I'm, I've just become a Christian, started become a Christian, and learned certain things where it's like everybody, all kind of races are are like that, you know. Mm-hmm. In every race, uh, certain people are inconsiderate. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like just blacks are inconsiderate people, right? You right. Know? Uh, Anybody can be a jerk, right? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I've I've definitely met some white people that were inconsiderate, right. Hispanic people, Asian people, mm-hmm. you know, um, especially with different friends, and especially for myself, um, I've always been very um, uh, have an appetite for diversity, yeah, like di- different friends. So when I was in high school here in America, I, I made different friends. I had a black friend, I, and then I met some Asian friends. Um, so I met different people, and I. Even more so, it was confirmation. We are all the same. Certain people are good. Certain people are a little bit less. You know, yeah. of course, spiritually speaking, none of us are good because right. we have sin. We all have flaws. Right. We all have we flaws. We all have flaws and imperfections. Right. And we all have to have self-control mm. in certain moments of our day Of our day, where, uh, you know what, let me just have some self-control. Let me just not say that or do this or react like this. Right. This might turn bad. Like you were saying with that gentleman over there, mm-hmm. you had to have the self-control, whereas you could have reacted and it's like, ah, oh, that's just who I am, mm-hmm. you know, because of where I grew up and, yeah. and which then it's all just excuses. But yeah, I didn't make that excuse with my wife. Oh, well, she's black. So she's probably going to be inconsiderate. Like my parents told me because yeah. of where she's from or her color of her skin. You drew your culture. own conclusions. Right. Yeah. I just met her for who she was. You just saw her for who she was, and you fell in love with her. Right, and I and I try my best to let my parents know who she was, um, what kind of girl she is, what I like about her, mm-hmm. and I think one of the biggest things, and this wasn't even intentional, this was just by me visiting them um, one time while we were dating, and then when I got out of the Navy, you know, you get that last two weeks of leave. Yeah, you went you back know? home. So I went back home because that was right when, because I knew once I got out, I was going to wait a few months check with pastor, things like that. Okay, are we good to go so I can propose? You're going to pop the question. So yeah. I knew if I don't go see my parents now, I don't know. When's the next time you'll be able to take right, that trip? How long this is going right. to phase out. Mm. And so I went to go see them. And, I mean, she barely bothered me. She's like, well, hey, just hit me up. You better hit me up. But yeah. just let me know. Just let, hit me up when you, you, know, when you have time because I know you're seeing them and stuff like that. She was mm. very respectful. That was one thing I really uh, – appreciate about her because she wasn't like controlling or whatever like why didn't call me why didn't text me she was just like she's patient with the situation right understand and even though it kind of 
was a little disheartening to her knowing that my family's not into her or That's right. what I was gonna having ask you problems next was did she know and and, yeah. and how she felt about that so she did know you let her know yeah. and she wasn't they, I mean I would only imagine if I would have told Josie <laughs> hey you know cuz 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 my mom and this is just just in direct and I'm gonna let you continue but my mm-hmm. mom really did not she doesn't she doesn't feel too good about Mexican women uh-huh. and and within oh, wow. Hispanics within Hispanics uh there's that there's that although we're we're all Latinos we're all yeah. from Central America from the Caribbeans or whatnot we have a Latin nature to us but different cultures have different upbringings right, yeah, right. and yeah. just because you have a different upbringing or a different way of understanding doesn't mean that that you're better than the other right mm-hmm. and so right. so my mom had a certain prejudice against mexicans mm-hmm. yeah, and i guess that that's a con- the common thing that's very common between mexicans and el salvadorians is actually like in in la there's there's a huge like um a separation between the the Latin community oh, wow. just because of the different cultures. One mm-hmm. believes that they're better than the other, right? And so so I could only imagine if I were to tell Josie, you yeah. know, hey, uh you're gonna meet my mom, but just to let you know, she she doesn't like Mexicans. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, she yeah. wouldn't feel good about that Absolutely. at, at yeah. all. Yeah. So um so yeah, let her know and so obviously yeah, she was disheartened. She was like more nervous, more kinda uncomfortable and you know and certain things like that so um you know because again initially you know in the beginning i was hoping at some point you know she'll get to meet them before we before yeah, i pop the question you at pop least. the question yeah but at that point it was like absolutely not mm-hmm. because that would just be totally awkward totally like just not we would you, have would, to, you didn't want to expose your wife to any, right, any yeah, kind of offense that may have came across or whatnot absolutely so so I just went just to go see them, and I and I decided, you know what? Let me just hear them out one last time, to see whatever else they had to say before, you know, as far as not necessarily even just with uh, uh, her race or who she is, but just us getting married or me getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, and I decided, you know, what? I'm just gonna hear them out to say okay, so that way they know I listen to them. I listen to them completely. I'm not gonna fight them. Just have a good time, so that I can. Be like, I heard you, I understood, but this is my decision. Right. And um, luckily, as far as my wife goes, what helped her was, um, uh, if you guys remember uh, Nadia and Leo, yeah. they they, yeah. Sh- they chaperoned us a lot. They had us over a lot of times so we right. could just hang out and get to know each other. Yeah. And so, and uh, I remember this one time, uh, Nadia, she actually talked to me saying, hey, I, I kind of helped you out, bro, because... I had to talk with Charity because she was just really struggling with it, which I totally understand. But she told uh, her that, listen, he's, he's, you know, kind of like letting go of his parents for you. Right. And that's bold, man. That's essentially what you were doing. Yeah. Pretty much. Because you, you went to your parents and you gave them the respect of mom and dad. Hey, all right, I'm going to listen. I'm going to hear you out. Right. But this is. This is where I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the love of my life, regardless of whether you agree with it or not. Right. And so you were essentially willing to cut off your mom and dad. Yeah. I for think for, for a time, of, for yeah. a time period. Cause I, cause Nadia also told her, Hey, listen, we went through the same thing. Cause Nadia is, is Mexican and mm-hmm. Leo is uh, Filipino, Asian. So, mm-hmm. uh, they went through the same thing. But once the, she said, once the grandbabies popped out, parents, parents were game, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and they were like, all right, you know what? You guys went. We want to see our grandbabies. And so so just to touch on something real quick, I think that's the key right there for both sides is to go against it, 
to, to actively fight against, you know, what, what is taught to you. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Because even like growing up, you know, you hear, you know, black people say, you know, all, all white people are this and don't mm-hmm. trust the white man. And, you know, I, I heard it a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hear it a lot. And then it, it's, it's up to you to be like, I'm not going to subscribe to that. Right. Right. I'm not going to subscribe to that. To say, hey, I'm going to judge people individually by by who they are. Yeah. Not exactly. by the color of their skin, right? Yeah. In the famous words of Martin Luther King, right? Mm-hmm. By the with the not by the color of their skin, by the, by the content of their character. Mm-hmm. Almost wear that shirt today. Yeah, I, it, it's it's so true, and that's yeah. the way we should look at. We should never make you know blanket statements of an entire race. Right. That's ignorant. It's yeah. very ignorant. And what I think overall, what as a people, what we need to do is fight against that ignorance that is taught and right. passed down from generation to generation. And uh, just something we talked about earlier mm-hmm. was, you know, how how you, within the Latino community, mm-hmm. you know, they look at Mexicans at, as the bottom, and Puerto Ricans are and Cubans and Colombians, they're all you know high up. I heard that from so many different people, mm-hmm. and that's internal racism within you know Latinos, but. Internal racism, something that I faced growing up, mm-hmm. was being light skinned. Right, right. And that's something that they call colorism, mm-hmm. right? Where you're not black. Mm, uh, you're, you're not skin. you're not black, right? You're not white. You're not black enough. You can't speak on that. Mm-hmm. You can't say this. You can't say that. Right. You're right. you're light skinned. You got it. You got it easier, right? right. Mm. Which is just like what? What are you talking about? That's like racism within the race, right? And then and then white people say, you know, well. If you have a little bit of black, in, you're black. So it's just like, oh, where yeah. do I, where do I fit in? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so growing up, that's something that I experienced, and I still hear it to this day. You know, you're not black, ah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's just it's your responsibility to ignore that kind of stuff. Right. Don't right. give it any energy. Right. Yeah. Acknowledge it as ignorance. Yeah. And then you know, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. To be yeah. grown enough and mature enough not to subscribe to that. Right. Um. Something I wanted to add. That kind of, um, cause I, I had talked to my mom now to clarify. So it was mostly my, my parents and one of my sisters, I felt like deep down or on the surface, she, she, she kind of tried to make it seem like she knows what she's saying or whatever. But, uh, deep down she was just going with what my dad said was, was going with, you know, cause I'm like, like, okay. You know, like the little sister or older sister. Older sister. Older sister, okay. Yeah. Now, my oldest sister, who's still in uh, South Africa, mm-hmm. she had no problem with it. I had talked to her. We were on deployment. I was still on deployment at the time, and I was just calling her just to say, hey, and, you know, she's like, well, I'm not used to that, mm-hmm. but I I can't say anything to that, you know, because mm-hmm. you guys are even doing it the right way, so to speak, and I totally didn't do it the right way. And she, because you guys waited until marriage, right? And um, and so I totally appreciated my sister at that time, um, for that support. Yeah, because she and 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 I feel like me and her are like really, um, uh, cohesive with each other as far as like my whole family goes. Like me and her, we could just gel at any moment. You you guys know the Amazing Race. Yeah, yeah. We could totally go on that, and you know what I'm saying. Um, but she was just very supportive, very like understanding, like. Hey, you know, if she's a good girl, you know, she she respects you, she treats you right, and you guys have a good relationship, then by all means. Then who am I? Right. And right. my mom, she she was a nurse for 30 years. Who's mom? Huh? Who's mom? My mom. Oh, okay. Your mom. So it was my dad and my stepmom and my other sister. 
um, that were not feeling it. Mm-hmm. But my real mom, she, uh, she, with being a nurse, she had coworkers, she yeah, had patients. patients. Yeah. So she saw, right? Yeah. We all bleed red. That's right. Right. You know, very literally. Yeah, yeah. I like so, that. Um, um, but my, when I was talking to my mom the one time, I was like, man, you know, that was such a hard struggle going through that with my dad and my son. And she said, well, you know, when your dad came back from the the year of boot camp in South Africa, back in the day when they had their civil war, mm-hmm. whites versus blacks, mm-hmm. he was like brainwashed. Mm. And that's when it clicked. I was like, wow, that's because he were, they were trained to right. shoot them. If they're black, shoot them. Wow. Man. So, and I was just like, wow. Because, I mean, I've been in the military. Yeah. I know about commandments, right? Yeah, they command no, you to do stuff. So if you say. Following orders, man. I'm not going to shoot the black guy. Oh, well, shoot. You go, you you know, I know you go to the break. I don't know what they would have done to. Right. You know, There'd be some kind of punishment. Right. right. Yeah. Some sort of reprimand to that. Right. Right. Because you're right there, they're aimed at, as the bad guys for right. whatever reasons they have back then. You know, they're, they're this, they're that, whatever. Um, dehumanizing the same way the Nazi party did with exactly. the Jews. With the yes, Jews. Exactly. right. Dehumanize so, them, man. So bro. that's when it so all that's clicked. That he had to overcome. Yeah, and the and mentality. I could, I could tell it was not. It was almost like it was not really realized within himself mm-hmm. that it was still some deep rooted things there, because especially how he reacted it was like, man, Dad, you know, like just over the phone. I was like, mm-hmm. man, I didn't tell him this, but in my mind, I'm like. And you're just really like reacting just like just like that. And I'm just like, man, I did not, you know, expect that. So, um, so, but yeah, just, uh, you know, and then within certain uh, stereotypes and things like that, that I've just seen over time, it's like, uh, like we said, everybody acts this way or that way. You know, my wife, she grew up a certain way, but um, she, because of God, she was changed in certain things and, and she would, She's told me before, like, there's a good chance that we wouldn't, might not, that she wouldn't have gotten with me if we weren't saved. Right. You guys weren't in church. That's a good, that's a good point, man. Because uh, God really changed her outlook on life and people. And people, yeah. And so, but before that, she was just like, you know, whatever the world was was doing and saying, she she was just going with the world. And she just wanted to fit in, be cool. But even though deep down she knew where she was really from, yeah, stuff right. like that. So, so did did you face any any opposition from charity side of the family? Um, actually, no, no, right? It was very mm, no. yeah, open they, and welcoming. It was, it was just your typical like. Um, her dad has never really been a part of her life a whole lot. Like yeah. he is, like he'll hit her up once every once in a blue moon, right. quick text, but it's very impersonable, very just casual. Right. Like, so, so I met basically all the ladies in her family, the yeah. aunts, the cousins, and so I had the little question, little interview with the aunts. Yeah, yeah. You know, her main aunt, who's like her mom now because her mom's passed away, mm. but met her. She's really cool. Met the other aunts over skyping and stuff, and they were like just asking me questions. So da 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 da. Just basic just, questions, just, just casual, like if you right. know, just like you're becoming part part of the family, right? Right. And what so. do you do? You know, what's your job? And then they would ask. Like I remember the biggest one that that almost got me stumped. She was the, where the one aunt just asked me, you know, what are what is her weaknesses and strengths? Hmm. You know, but that's like the just hardest. as a person. Yeah, just as a person. Nothing about race. Nothing about. 
well, do you guys do this? Do you and your family? They didn't even ask anything about my family. They just wanted to see what I was about, what I do. Yeah. You know, what my vision is, what my goals and stuff are. Find out who you are. Yeah. As a person. As a person. Yeah. So. That's very valid. Yeah. And so. I respect that. I felt no kind of tension. No, I felt very welcome to, to her side of the family. No, that's awesome. So has has that relationship? I, we gotta we gotta wrap things up. Sure. Now, but but I, but I'm curious. How's the relationship now? Um, you guys been married for how long now? Uh, going on seven years. Going on seven years, right? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, man. So uh, let me get an applause on <laughs> that, man. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> seven years married. Yeah. So, um, but now the, um, but yeah, again, um, and it was even a little bit before. My my wife did meet my my parents and everybody before we had kids. Um, she was pregnant at the time, but they did meet her, and we mostly met her because met them because of my oldest sister's wedding. Mm. My oldest sister she got married, and so we went to her wedding. And they met her, and and then that was kind of like which was perfect setup because it was this for the weekend. Yeah. We kind of kept it kind of short, like okay, all right, you're yeah. so okay, you know. And then after that, it just you know. She's just been warmed up into the family. And so, yeah, we haven't felt anything or seen anything kind of, you know, strange about as far as the stereotypes or prejudice or whatever since then. That's awesome, man. That's that. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to kind of talk about this, because it this Ben story shows one of the, the things that I subscribe to and that I use like often we're talking with different people, talking with teenagers and encouraging people at different times. And that's, man, be the change that you want to see. Right. Be that. If, if you, it'll help you overcome that victim mentality that the system is rigged against you. Cause right. you could have easily subscribed to that. You could have easily wanted to say, Hey, I want to obey my, my, my parents and this isn't going to work out. No, but, and, and so in you making that change and holding on to what's true to you, Right, that now causes caused your parents essentially to change something within themselves. Oh yeah, that there that was ingrained into them. Right, if your father fought in that civil war and was trained to kill any 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 man or person that was black. Yeah, that's some serious. Yeah, that's some serious stuff. Yeah, man, that yeah. that'll really mess you up. And right. so, to to be able to reverse that, that that's almost irreversible. Breaking curses, man. That's miracle, exactly yeah. what it is, man. Is is yeah. is breaking that. And so, man, that's it's a beautiful story, man. I I I appreciate you sharing that, Ben. You know, sharing it with the world. You know, uh, and and for all those that are listening, you know, we're we're gonna go ahead and wrap this show up, man. But I appreciate you. Yeah, for um, sure. I'm yeah. sorry. I know we're going to so I had one more thing to add that just I wanted to add earlier. I forgot about it. But Go for it. Um, just something I've thought of is with the whole systematic racism and the whole victim mentality is that if if I was to be judged where I'm coming from, I know we were talking about the whole relationship, but as far as like, you know, uh, successful wise, if I was to be judged based off of that, then I should be a lot further down, I feel like, you know, f- coming where my family's from, they're white, they're right. very successful, you know, in their jobs, their careers. But I know where I'm where at. I'm, I am where I'm at because of decisions that I've made. Right. Uh, where I could have done better during these seasons of my life to excel myself in my career or 
this, that, and the third. And then I've seen some uh, men that are the same age as I am, but they're, you know, and I'm not trying to, you know, down myself, but I just know, you know, people have different levels, different things to work on in their life. But I've seen some men where they're same age as me, but they have a different color. They're black or they're Hispanic. But it seems like, you know, they've, they've, they're they've further excelled, along, right. Further along in their they've career. Excelled. Yeah. They have master's degrees but, or great career, you know, something right, like that. Yeah. Right, yeah. And that was either because they stayed in the military. Right. So they just continued to grow where I got out first term, first semester, uh, first term. So I had to restart and then I had some setbacks and different things and, and just some things out, yeah. bad, bad decisions and stuff like that. So that's where I'm at, where I'm at. Yeah. I'm not in a bad spot, but I know, okay, if I could have done this, I would have been further along. Right. So, but it's not that the system was rigged against you, right? Or, or for me, right? Even. Or for you, yeah, white, white you privilege because of quote unquote white excelled. privilege, right? right. Saying right. I should be further if I'm judging it off of my family because you have unsuccessful white people as well, right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you have unsuccessful and, Indian and people, Asian, yeah. They, it's it's just I don't know. I've never seen a successful Indian person, bro. I, <laughs> I was just throwing that out there. I haven't either. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> no, I'm but sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially sure. if you go to India, uh, you'll see them. You right, know, right. In, in their, right. Uh, but no, that's in, just the country. In Queens, kind of, I've I've seen. You know, they got an Indian. There's there's a big Indian community there. You, <laughs> you see them rolling joints. You know, rolling bikes right. too. And so you know, yeah. So and, yeah. So no, that it's no, no, no. And I, and I appreciate that. You're right. You're bringing something to the to, to balance out where it's right. like if there really was a such thing as systemic racism especially right. where we live at right now then ben would be a lot richer than me and you right would, yeah would be right now right and yeah. so that's that's not true he's doing yeah. a podcast with us he's touchable bro <laughs> 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 you know hilarious. just just one thought from from me um uh-huh. something that we mentioned uh, about the church mm. and and how i think the church is a picture of how it should be Mm. I, when I yeah. look at men in charity, I don't look at them as a black and white couple. Mm-hmm. I look at them as another married couple in the church, a very diverse church mm-hmm. where we have different colors, different mm-hmm. backgrounds, uh, same belief. Right. And we're, and, and it, we're, we're all different colors, just the way it should be. Right. Look passing that, look, looking past that and, and looking at the people individually. At the person. Yeah. Right. And right. I think overall, that's the way God intended it to be. And that's what the world is missing. Yeah. They're missing that essential piece to the puzzle that brings us all together. And, and under, the, uh, under the, the, the rule of Christ, under, in, the, in the kingdom of Christ, we see each other as people. And I think if the world had more of that, we would see less of this racial tension in the world that we see now. You're right, Absolutely. man. And you know what? To add on to that, that's probably why you see it rising even more because you see less, less of Christ yep. mm-hmm. in people and in the world that we're living in right now. Yep. More of a pushing of agendas, more pushing of things that are distracting, you know, that are time consuming mm-hmm. rather than things that are that are Absolutely. positive, man. Yeah. Yep. And so because you see the lack of you see a rise in something else. Yeah. Right. And and that's something else not healthy, bro. Yeah. But. Like like I said earlier, hey, if 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 we want to see the change, then let's be the change. Let's that be the change, right? See. It all starts with us. It all starts at home. Amen. Right. That's it right. all starts in your house and Ben, Ben, and you and Charity's house, right? It starts in Raymond's yep. house. It starts in my house because we've all got kids, mm-hmm. right? We got we got teenagers, and so we could. That's something that we could begin to build in them because that's that's the future. Mm-hmm. And I think that if everyone would 
would take their role in this world, the current time that we're living in, a lot more seriously and a lot more meaningful than we can we can impart something positive and good into our seeds, into our kids right. that will one day be the business, the business owners or the workers out in the in the working field, right? Mm-hmm. The ones that are out there voting, the ones that are out there talking in the universities and stuff. We could build something good in them that they could spread, and it's the the uh, the law of reciprocation. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You reciprocate, yeah. right? And so that's. I think that that's all that we got, gentlemen. Yep. Um, so just uh, in closing, uh, if you guys uh, want to reach out to us, you can reach us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at the KTB Podcast. And you can also follow us on Twitter at the KTB Podcast. We'd love to hear you guys' uh, feedback because we enjoy doing this, but we want to hear from you guys. We want to possibly get to the point where we're reading out you know, uh, questions or we're covering topics that you guys want to hear us cover. Um, if you want to send an email, you can send that email to ktbpodcast at gmail.com. Like I said, we love to hear your, your feedback, what you think about the show, uh, how good we're doing, how bad we're doing. We'll take all kind of feedback. Constructive criticism, we, you know, we strive on it. We're not scared of criticism. Sure ain't. And uh, I think that's all we got. Ben, again, we want to thank you for, for joining us. It was. It's been a pleasure, man. And thank we, you guys. Really appreciate. Oh it. yeah, it's been. It's been good. No, that's pretty cool. And we'll definitely do it again. All right. And so that's that's all we got for today. KTB out. Later. If you like what you just heard and you want to support the podcast, consider becoming a patron. Head on over to patreon.com backslash the KTB podcast and become a patron today. All of your support will go to improving the viewing and listening experience. Thank you for your support. It is much appreciated.